Well, all right, niggas and friends, friends and niggas as well. Um, thank you for joining us once again here on this podcast. I'm Patrice O'Neill. And I am Joe Marie Payton. Welcome back to The Reap. Yes, indeed. Thank you for joining us once again. Um, same old shit. Correct. You know, this year sucks, but here we are. Anyhow. Mm-hmm. All that. I think it's RNC week as well, so loads of laugh and loads of laughs incoming for sure. I won't be looking at that. <laughs> you know, Mm-mm. I won't either. No, <laughs> but at this point, I'm just like wildly cackling like a mad person at the ceiling when I watch these clips, um, specifically from um, President Clementine and. <laughs> All of his cohorts and all the foolish things that they say. Because right. we're screwed either way it goes, <laughs> honestly. So might as well just laugh at how ridiculous Americans are. You're not wrong. <laughs> so um but anyhow, Black Excellence this week is going out to a beautiful couple in Bruton, Alabama. Uh Freddie and Lisa Thomas McMillan are the owners of a restaurant called Drexel and Honeybees. And this is a soul food restaurant in Alabama that is basically pay what you can. They've opened up their restaurants to the community where you can pay pretty much anything that you can, even if it's just a thank you note that you leave up uh, the entrance of the restaurant. They change up their menu uh, every day and have even uh, come up with new sort of procedures and things that they can do to um, safer serve diners who are coming in. Okay. Due to, you know, the ridiculous virus and things that are going on. But they operate solely off of donations. They plan to keep it that way. I believe uh, Lisa, it says, on Because of Them We Can, used to run a food bank. So they're already accustomed to opening their hearts and homes and skillets to the community. <laughs> um, so if you, you know, need a little bit of cornbread or something like that and, you know... Things are hard. You can go on down to Drexel and Honeybees. And even more importantly, you can donate to them via their website, mm-hmm. um, which is Drexels and Honeybee, Drexel and Honeybees.com. Let me spell that out for you. That is a D as well as an R E X E double L and Honeybees.com. Go and show them some love and some support and, you know, break off the a couple of dollars if you can. It's going to a good cause. Um, oh, my so. God. This is so sweet. Look at the website just to see the picture mm-hmm. of the two of them because they are just the sweetest, like, auntie and uncle or grandma and grandpa, depending on how old you are. And, like, <laughs> Bruton, Alabama is not a place I have ever heard of before, but I'm damn sure finna. <laughs> donate yeah. to these people right now because this is just beautiful what they're doing because i know they're feeding stone cold racists and not even turning mm. them away like i know some of them people are hateful and they still feeding them anyway so you know i support god's people listen and i don't know where Bruton, alabama is either i bet you got fried <laughs> chicken is smacking i bet them collard greens have you know four feet in them Oh my god and <laughs> that's you know, correct if i can support in any way i absolutely will because i may not be able to taste their ribs or their cobbler for myself but damn it it'll make me you know it'll put me at ease to know that they're doing it for others who need it yeah um, 
even if they are racist and hateful. Because you know what? At the end of the day, when you get to those pearly gates, yeah. Listen. It's your story. Exactly. It's your story that's coming up. And God is not going to be mad at you for caring for people. (laughs) So. Period. Right. Yes. Shout out to them. I'm donating right now. Okay, this week in our pop culture segment, Hot Tops 28 Cheeks Later. First, do you want to make fun of Diamond and Silk or Stacey Dash? Honestly, I I love making fun of all of those coons. So you can just, you know, choose a sellout. (laughs) I love it. Okay. Well, Diamond and Silk... Apparently, their patience for Fox News has run thinner than their eyebrow pencils, and they have now come forward in a book claiming that Fox News is racist because they were let go of Fox News (laughs) after discussing 5G conspiracies and calling the (laughs) virus a hoax or whatever, even though they're, you know, white Fox News co-workers mm-hmm. such as um fucker carlson and i wonder if it's the other one sean hannity job they all said whatever the wow. fuck they wanted to say <laughs> and they were permitted to per- to remain on fox news and diamond and silk say mm, a little bit fishy i don't know girls it actually isn't because everybody knows that Fox News is terrible. There it is. There's the truth. <laughs> everybody knows Fox is racist. I also highly doubt that YouTube bootlickers are bringing in more viewers than Tucker Carlson or Sean Hannity. So for y'all to be splitting blatant lies that like the CDC and, and just science overall can disprove is like, of course they was going to let y'all lying asses go. Like it was just a matter of time before the whites that you have been bowing down to turned against you. So bitch, I don't care. <laughs> I hope you I lose actually. <laughs> couldn't care. Yeah. If it was my nine to five, no, I, there's, <laughs> there's nothing you're going to do or say to get me to care about any of this. Period. I don't give a fuck. Where you work, where you don't work. And I'm so happy that you and these fucking cigarette-scented librarian attire ass outfits, you know, (laughs) aren't going to be on, you know, any one platform, any platform. Right. You know, good luck in life. And um, maybe you'll be a part of the Proud Family reboot because they definitely look like villains that would have been on the Proud Family. Maybe enemies of Sugar Mama or something to that nature. So maybe (laughs) you'll have like a Proud Family parody or something in the future. Um, God bless y'all. Your sleeves, your brows, and edges. Not just sleeves. Yeah, no, fuck these hoes. These are the worst aunties of all time. <laughs> Meanwhile, Stacey Dash, apparently, her possibly soon to be ex husband claims that he wants their marriage annulled because he was placed under a uh, uh, prayer like hypnotiz- hip- hypnotization. Oh he was hypnotized. God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what? So, you know what? Never mind. Because this don't don't even sound real. Like, 
Does he? You can Google it for yourself. Yeah, no, if that you sounds. The I just fuck decided crazy. I don't care about that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyhow, I appreciate your executive decision. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Brandy versus Monica. It's official. It is. Um, the versus battles via Timbaland and Swizz Beats are still taking place. For mm-hmm. whatever reason. That's right. But here's the ultimate the a battle. A battle that has already seen knuckles hit nose bridges. We've already, <laughs> you know, dealt with fisticuffs between these two. Correct. And here we are now in a celebration of, of life. For both of them. Well, they're not dead. Right. But, you know, like. <laughs> yes, I know, what you, be, I know what you meant. <laughs> they will apparently be going bar for bar live at Tyler Perry Studios. I mean, the fact that it's at Tyler Perry Studios. I don't know why that is as funny as it is. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they just pass you a bad wig as soon as you step on the soundstage. Like, as soon as you walk through the doors, if they're just like, here's your poorly prepared lace front, and one for you as well. Um, I mean, which soundstage? Because that nigga got like 40. Yeah, 30, 40, 50 of them. Imagine all of them have like a bad wig person up at the front. One of them Vivica Fox shaking goes. Or maybe like honestly at the front, you know how they have like the little little booth up at the front with security and you've got to show your ID and stuff and yes. check in, say yes. who you're going to meet. That person probably has like a bucket of wigs. And he just hands one out as a party favor. Just hand it right through, yeah. you know, the Here's driver your, window of your vehicle. Your thirteen ninety-nine outray unit is <laughs> right here. <laughs> I I'm so excited about... No, I'm not. Yeah, you don't this. give a shit. <laughs> like, I am actually excited, though. Like, my old ass is ready for this. I'm going to be tuned the fuck in in my the best of 90s fashion that I can put together in this house. And I am going to enjoy that <laughs> next Monday, uh, I think. Yeah, it's like a whole week away. Yeah, I heard everybody's going into their um, time capsules and breaking out their mule slides and their um best von dutch hat yeah as well as like you know you <laughs> do you remember and like, i know exactly what you finna say what them fucking black platform sandals with their yeah. fucking elastic over the top of them <laughs> it was like a nike slide but for girls <laughs> <laughs> yes i do remember those shoes every bitch also, had them shoes <laughs> Also, see the no-show sock with the two puff balls. Oh on the yes, back bitch! <laughs> we will also be bringing those. Yes, um, not just yeah. for cheerleaders anymore. <laughs> I don't know if they're allowed to actually physically fight one another. I think that it's just going to be music, unfortunately. I do. Yeah, I do think that. Um, these have sort of just turned into like. Um, Let's vibe out and and listen to one another's music, right? They're not actually trying to declare a winner. Or does the, the social right. media just makes it takes it to that level? Because I imagine you niggas are going to argue about this for days, regardless of how Brandy and, and Monica approach this. Oh, you know it. They already arguing. So, yeah, that's definitely going to oh. happen. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that sounds about right. I don't, you know know that i have 
someone I'd put a bet on. Are you team? Are you team brand new or team Gunica? Well, I mean, as far as overall, the thing about Brandy and Monica is that like I'm a big fan of both. And mm. I think Brandy has a better natural voice, while Monica has a better ear for nigatunes that I personally <laughs> will enjoy. I'm just saying. Mm. Mm. Um, but I'm also not like such a fan that I'm super deep into either one of their catalogs. Mm. So basically, I'm going to be the fan who is like listening for the hits and trying to see which hit is best matched up with the other. Or if it's, mm. if it's a song I'm not super familiar with, then, you know, I'm going off the lyrics or the production or whatever. But I'm expecting both of them to play their songs that I can recognize, you know, as a black girl who was a teenager in the 90s. So mm. I don't I feel like it is actually going to be extremely close because both Probably. of them ha- both of them have incredible songs. I mean, it's a reason that we have pit the two of them against each other for so long. Like there's a reason. So I oh, yeah. so really I'm just looking forward to like the back and forth, the competition, that aspect of it. Kind of like was it Kirk Franklin and Hezekiah Walker? Kind of like that. Where it's like I don't I don't ex- <laughs> was it Kirk and Hezekiah? I don't remember. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be deeply so. shamed if I forgot who that was. Well, but, <laughs> but yeah, like you know, I'm just listening to have a good time to to go back to a certain place and you know be 15, 16 again, and and that's it. Like I'm not listening to be like, bitch, fuck you, Monica rules everything. You stupid whore. Right. Brandy like, is the vocal fuck? bible. You dumb, goofy bitch. Like I'm not doing none of that. <laughs> I'm just here to have right. a good time. I'm very fascinated by this um, actually taking place, and I'm assuming they're actually going to be um, in the same room together. For oh, this. yeah, and you know. They probably have COVID tests at the door. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, like you said, I'm looking to see. This actually takes place at the time that we would be recording next week does it um, yeah it's literally like eight o'clock on monday oh damn um okay maybe i won't watch it so who knows you know maybe we'll just check it and see if everybody's braids are still on intact and let me like okay it's probably fine maybe we can check in while we're recording and just be like let's just let's just pop right on over okay fun let's stick a pin in that um, but you know, I don't know where I'd place my money if I had to. Possibly Gunica, just because I feel like Angel of Mine is a blue shell. Um, just one of those days <laughs> is like draw four. Yes. But then you've got like sitting up in my room and you've got like, I feel like all of the songs I, the Brandy songs I um, connect to deeply are from her first album. I know that the girls like okay. the um, the the brands or the braids. I don't know what Brandy stands are called. The, Please, the Ishas, the, the, the Mitchells, <laughs> the Forevers. I really don't know. Anyway, I feel like most of them typically bring up Full Moon the as Mitchells. her. <laughs> i'm sorry (laughs) i feel like they usually call full moon her like old testament like that's i guess (laughs) whatever and um either way it'll be fun interesting to see um 
Speaking of Monica, she apparently had a bit of a back and forth spat with Master P. Oh no. P Master just a few days ago. Um Master P uh had someone record him in an outfit I'm assuming Romeo didn't want. Oh, but Lord. that's not the point. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> He expressed his frustration and disappointment with his brother C. Murder um, after Mr. Murder posted a caption on Instagram referring to Monica Denise and Kimberly Kardashian as angels who had been sent into his life to help free him from the icy cold grip of the American justice system. Well, Master P feels, you know, hurt and betrayed because his family has been there for him all of this time. And they didn't get called angels either. And his grandmother, his late grandmother should be his angel. And um, him and Monica been talking for seven months. Like the pettiest shit, the right, pettiest shit, right? Ever. So yeah, he did. It was like a seven, eight minute long video where he's airing out his grievances towards his brother, and it's still wrapped up in like, obviously, I love my brother. I'm pissed. This is so like deep nigga yep. hood incarceration tale. Exactly. Like this is so like like it, everything about this is so recognizable. Unfortunately, but like. <laughs> It's one of those things that really shouldn't even be on social media, but it's also like, oh, I've heard this story before. Yeah. Master P is tired of paying everybody's bills. (laughs) Pretty much. Like, the doll is over it um, and feels like, you know, some people have been ungrateful and his brother is possibly one of those people. Mm-hmm. Well, Gunica was not having it at all. <laughs> Gunica Denise said, um, I believe this is on IG, I have been respectful towards you and have refused and you have refused to do the same, she says, adding Master P. You cannot speak on me because you do not know me. I have only conversed with Silk with two K's. Silk the shocker that is. That's cool. Yeah. This matter it doesn't say that's cool. Okay. Right? <laughs> this matter is between you men, your your brother. Others, leave me out of this because my efforts have been the same. I just needed, I didn't see the need to post it. Check the visiting list from the parish to Angola to Hunts, or better yet, ask his children. You responded before you read. I connected him him to Kim seven months ago. He's never not been able to hit me, my brother, my mother, and get what he needs. Focus on his freedom. Okay. All right. Um, Master P responded on Instagram. Um, with a scanned image from possibly the source 2001. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but it says, speaking the truth is not being disrespectful. It's just reality. Oh, At shit. Monica Denise. <laughs> I don't know you, and I ain't trying to get to know you, just for the record. You stated you have been on C's visiting list since Parish. That's over 18 years. And how long have you known Kim K? You just now got your BFF to send out a tweet. I guess better now than ever. Oh, and you've Lord. been married twice during that time. So are you his ride or die? So you are his ride or die? You are any other woman. Don't have to prove y'all loyalty to our family. If y'all agenda is real and it's to help get him out, then do it and stop. Oh, Lord. Agenda. Oh, wait. There's way more to this that I'm not going to read. 
He's not here for Gunica. Gunica, you know, feels the same. Everybody wants C Murder to come home. Who should probably change his stage name just now. If this <laughs> Listen, <is> gonna... <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Something like C Cares or C for Community. Or like... <laughs> C for coronavirus cure 2020. Call your like possibly in the and uh, route to justice. Consider that is what I'm saying. Yeah. Either way, after this, another I don't know if this is a niece, cousin, grandbaby, somebody else in the Miller family posted a an assault of tweets saying that uh, Master P has no room because he hasn't supported the Miller family and they were selling socks to support (laughs) C-Murder. And if he didn't want to pay for for Big Mama's $700 dress and some other stuff. And again, much like what I said about the August Alcina Jada Pinkett thing, I feel like I'm at a family cookout and I'm like into this cobbler. Or whatever, <laughs> mac and cheese, you know, the greats. Right. And all of a sudden, I hear the clanging of a, a foldable table uh, br- breaking down nope. in, in two. And several family members tossing fittings to the sky, a la Bobby Schmurda, lots and lots of yelling, um, smartphone <laughs> recording. It just feels like this is like a random familial spat yeah. that I possibly don't need to witness or know about as um, a plus one or distant cousin. Um, I find it uncomfortable. I find it inappropriate. And okay. I hope that everybody gets the the piece that they need i mean i think i was more entertained than anything else just because i kind of love to see niggas fight or argue Mm. i just love it but um you know i feel like everybody had their points everybody said their truth and really none of them really explicitly contradicted the other it was just more like yeah what you're saying is not that important or what you're saying don't matter more than this but then also i read that like Monica and C murder dated when she was like 18 and he was like 27. So it's like, Oh, I forgot. Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't, I mean that. like that was the late nineties, early two thousands. And I looked it up and he's like nine or 10 years older than her. So I was like, Ooh, so this was probably like a very messy and, you know, inappropriate situation from the very beginning. So I don't know that I should even be too emotionally invested in this, you know, like God bless the niggas. Good luck to everybody rooting for everybody black, but like I'm not finna get involved in this past like shade room type levels. All I know is these niggas clearly fight at funerals. <laughs> what I could tell is that <laughs> Master P is very tired of paying niggas bills and paying for their fucking liquor. <laughs> and he paying for said, their fucking Ubers. <laughs> he literally said in his video that he's pulling the plug. <laughs> from being the ATM. Yes. He referred to himself as the ATM. That nigga is tired of funding, I guess, everybody's issues and, like, yeah. spending however much money on a dress and things of that nature. And, and posted said, a picture. Off. Yeah, posted a picture of the ATM. Like, bitch, the ATM is shut down. It's closed. Yeah. It, it ain't no more of that. And, you know, there's a conversation to be had about what you owe your people and how black people 
so often, even when we do make money, we don't really get the chance to get ahead because we support everybody we ever knew and whether that's the right thing to do and all that. Like, it's a lot of conversation to be had, but that nigga has been rich and famous for a long time. And so mm-hmm. the fact that he's only just now saying, look, I'm done. And that's why these hoes is mad. I'm like, I feel like I can understand that. <laughs> I, f- uh, yeah. I feel like I can. Like you have supported your niggas all this time and the money can't be flowing in like it was in the late 90s. So at some mm-hmm. point you like, nah, I got to take care of me because what I'm not going to do, you know, is go back to Trader Joe's and end up on fucking Snapchat like, oh boy, like because people are heartless and cruel. So I'm just like, at the end of the day, sweetie, I didn't come here for this. If anybody has some Reynolds wrap so that I can just pack up my plate and I can go, (laughs) then that's all that we need to be talking Mm -mm, about. This, I don't, I don't need to know anything further. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Good luck in their efforts to free Corey Miller. And I Mm -hmm. hope that everybody um, stays clear of Ayanla. Because she's going to call. <laughs> the producers are already on the hotline. Oh, Lord. I'm definitely going home before the streetlights come on. <laughs> I am not staying past the streetlights. Definitely. Um, nobody asked to hear anything from Jaheen. We haven't... Correct. Um, ...requested his presence, opinion, uh, energy on anything. Yet he decided to come to us via Instagram in a turban with a Twitch background and tell us that we are all being bamboozled, that um, Trump has done more for the people of this country, specifically Black people, than we realize. Girl, girl, girl. Where? Where at? He apologized to Donald Trump for... All the misinformation since he's been in office, we the people have turned our backs on this great man who've been working effortlessly to restore the balance for the republic and didn't even take a bit. Nigga, you're not on Tatooine. What are you? Th- what are you talking about? <laughs> this is not Star Wars, bitch. <laughs> right. Where, like, what world are you in? Like, and then. The receipts, I guess, that he told us that he was going to post that are, I guess, proof to his allegations, evidence, exhibits, if you will, are just two screenshots from the Wikipedia page for the states' rights Democratic Party. And that's about it. So, Jaheem, are you trying to tell us (sighs) that... Democrats were absolutely a part of the fucking Confederacy and didn't want to see civil rights of any kind my nigga in the 40s or whatever because sweetie that's not tea it's that's not like water like, <laughs> it's like saying hey do you know white people right now are fucking kkk and <laughs> burn crosses on black people's lawns or just kill them outright or join the police like, force so they can kill us and get paid for it like yes bitch we know <laughs> whites that vo- vote blue specifically jaheem <laughs> This isn't like earth-shattering, time-stopping news that there are white Democrats that are extremely racist or or whatever, like racist-ass liberals. Bitch, no, but like, that's not... What are you talking about? So this is why you are caping for the Republican Party randomly out of nowhere and coming on here with your hotep-ass antics and talking about how we've all been bamboozled and misinformation. 
Sweetie, more power. <laughs> I, you know what? I have not had it for Jaheem ever since he got dressed up like somebody's old ass pimp ass uncle and tried to get into Whitney Houston's funeral and couldn't. I so. <laughs> About that. Bitch, I literally have nothing for the nigga who tried to crash Whitney's funeral and could not get in because who the dress f- like Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> How dare you? Why are you even here? Get the out. The nigga who got memed a trillion times because he was tweeting from like the parking lot, but then also posing and sending up these bitches and niggas have turned that into a full and complete joke. And like, sir, you have literally been that a joke to me since that day. And so this Trump shit. I honestly expect niggas who are grasping at relevancy to do something ridiculous like this. So it doesn't particularly shock me, but I'm not interested. There's so many more people doing this and doing it in a more interesting way. So that's true. You have to find something else, girl. (laughs) It's hoes out here running for office on the coon shit. You're going to have to step it up. Hezekiah Walker is speaking at the Republican National Convention probably right damn now. You're going to have to do better than that. (laughs) So yeah, this wasn't even like, I'm sorry for you. This wasn't even like peak republic Republican entertainment. Yep. You know, there's just way more psycho, ridiculous, baseless fucking Republicans out here talking shit. That's right. This is the best you could do was two screenshots from a fucking like a Mm -mm. fifth grade student fucking homework or something. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? We don't care. Bitch, if you don't go somewhere with no, this. No, Because grown-ups remember you and Whitney's funeral, and we shan't ever forget. He really dressed like Jerome. He did. He really... And was like, I'm just going to go in. Were the shoes like Blue Gator? Because I feel like they were. <laughs> I just remember... That fucking royal blue suit. <laughs> <laughs> the nerve. You got a lot of fucking nerve. Just Google Jaheem Whitney funeral. <laughs> Please don't. Just Google it. This year's been hard enough. You don't need to do that to yourself. Oh my God. What is this shirt he got on underneath this? This What is blue and purple called as a color? Ugly. <laughs> no, it's called... <laughs> it's called purple. I'm pretty sure it's called purple. Well... <laughs> He has on like this this magenta and navy blue sh- button up shirt with this blurple <laughs> fucking suit and some black shoes. <laughs> what a fucking moron! Holy shit! I'm so sorry. This nigga look fresh out of Oklahoma. <laughs> he looks like the Joker. God damn! Yeah, see, have not cared since then. I probably laughed exactly that hard when I first saw it. <laughs> when I saw this. Then I thought, oh, Jaheim's still alive? Like then. Like we're talking about Whitney Houston's funeral. Right. That was like the first time in a long time that I had seen or thought about Jaheim. Yes. And this is how you come back to us, sweetheart. Mm-mm. Don't talk about us and you at all no more. Right. Go over there and you and Diamond and Silk figure out wherever your puzzle piece fits in. And that agenda. Yeah. But you're not going to dis- disrespect Whitney Houston's motherfucking funeral and then come up here talking about some, oh my goodness, have you guys, you know, done your junior high school homework? Did you actually know that once upon a time? No, thank you. The Dixiecrats <laughs> existed? <laughs> Stupid. Um, We don't expect better out of white people right now. So I just still don't understand what you thought you was doing, but okay. 
Trey Songz has been dealing with some scandalous uh, accusations and hashtags this past week. Um, some IG girls took to a podcast where one of them accused Trey Songz of giving her a golden shower without consent. Oh, gross! Um, she alleges that he asked her to get into the tub and peed on her without asking permission first. Oh which my is god! Ugh. Pretty violating. Um, <laughs> as she and this her young woman friend, <laughs> young woman friend, <laughs> friend. <laughs> she and her homegirl sat there cackling about you know spilling Trey Song's tea or whatever, and kind of like. Yeah, making it more about the gossip than like actually this was really fucked up and and yeah. disrespectful and violating. Um so of course a lot of people just called them out for being hoes and tried to invalidate what they were saying because of that, which it could be untrue. I don't fucking know. But of course, Trey Songs comes forward saying, Y'all stay ready to believe a bird, and he posted a bunch of screenshots from I think these might be Instagram DMs Mm. between him and this girl. The thing is, I've looked at these screenshots a few times now for this today's episode, Mm -hmm. and I don't see how any of this helped him. Like, did did he did he post the wrong ones? (laughs) Like, it did not. It solidified her status as a bird, but I never thought she wasn't a bird. (laughs) Sweet, exactly. That was never like up for debate you posted these like they were going to refute her claims and it did not <laughs> as soon as i hit play i heard but i didn't say like <laughs> that means you're a liar you right know what I'm exactly like you didn't <laughs> this didn't disprove what she said at all actually so if anything it makes you look crazier because in these the in the order especially in which you have these messages coming into you it seems as though she's aggravating you but you still continue to speak to her you've talked about (laughs) you know when she told you that she was staying at like a hotel or something you asked her where you tried to tell her to get into an uber to come see you which is fucking hilarious she told you that she was gonna wanted to eat your ass all of this other stuff like it it shows that you either met up with each other or you were entirely open to meeting up with one another nothing mm-hmm. in what you in what he posted there disproved anything the homegirl said yeah if anything Not it makes all. you look crazy because it's like this girl who you're trying to like discredit and say is a bird or she's crazy or whatever she was all of those things and you were still trying to get her to That's come and right. see you so what you said all this shit about, about her and told her to stop contacting you or whatever and then when she hit you up a few months or however long it was when she hit you up later talking about oh I'm in your city you was like where it immediately so like you're not <laughs> this doesn't show me that she didn't come over and she didn't eat your hurt your ass or you didn't piss on her or whatever actually what it said to me is y'all have definitely fucked because i just <sighs> don't see those as dms between people who do not know one another sexually but right. like it just said to me like you have absolutely been in this situation and these screenshots are kind of desperate <laughs> There's another set of screenshots he posted. I'm not sure if this is the same girl or if it was the girl, other girl on the podcast. But it seems here that she's trying to um, apologize to him for something and asks him to unblock her. And he responds by saying, y'all be safe, leave me alone. Uh- 
I mean, that's what more of you niggas should be saying to these girls exactly. in your DMs. Be safe, sis. Never contact me again. But y'all don't do that. But you'd be thinking with your dickhead instead of the head exactly. of your fucking neck and shoulders. And then this kind of stuff happens that you want to blame all of these women like you didn't have plenty of chances and opportunities to just be like, you know what? I smell trouble or it ain't worth it. Or let me just mind my fucking business or whatever. Right. Anyhow, and his baby mama um, looks so sweet. Yeah, she actually does look like a really sweet girl. She's yeah. not deserve any of this probably not <laughs> um he also posted some screenshots from some woman who claims that a, a, a nameless girl who accused trey songs of sexually assaulting her in miami she these messages are claiming that that girl is also lying or some other stuff the thing about it is i only heard about this Trey Song's story because people were talking about Kiki Palmer. Like, I first saw people saying, oh, well, Kiki Palmer Ben said such and such and such about Trey Songs. And they were discussing the time a couple years ago where Kiki yes. Palmer went to a, a house party where Trey Songs was at and his yes. friend or artist or something, they wanted Kiki Palmer to be in that music, the music video that they were shooting at the party. And Kiki explicitly said a number of times that she didn't want to be in the video and she was a little inebriated and was not in a place or time or setting uh to do business in that way you know right. what i'm saying just because you your rap nigga friend <laughs> like name dropped her on a song doesn't mean she owes y'all a video cameo or whatever so that was like a story that sort of came and went so people were sort of talking about that i saw this story coming up by way of that story is what I'm saying. Gotcha. Um, and I didn't see him say anything about the choice. I mean, the, the Kiki Palmer thing. I don't remember what he said about it when it happened or if he said anything about it when it actually happened, but he didn't try and say any, anything about it now. And apparently there's also this clip going around of this singer named BB Rexa who told a story about how she. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? Just the just the assumption that BB Rexa is not a popular enough name for people to know for you to call. Oh, her. I really I don't know anything. <laughs> Maybe I'm I I don't know any of her songs or anything Whoa, like that. Shit. Okay. Legitimately. Maybe I'm in the No, dark. it's no, know. it's fine. It's fine. Um she said that at a wedding she and Trey Songs had both been invited to, I can't remember whose wedding she said it was, um, that Trey Songs at some point pushed her up against a wall when they were alone together and kissed her, or as she says, put his mouth on her mouth and like said something to the effect of let's do this. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't trying to. To me, it sounded like she wasn't into it because he was there with a date and it was like not the scene because she acknowledged that she found him attractive and she kept saying that she told him i can't do this right now or this isn't going to happen right now but she definitely wasn't speaking about it as if it was something like violating or assaulting it was almost as if she just figured that that's how some guys are or something like that like she didn't really her tone didn't sound like she was like offended or like she thought he did something wrong even though all mm-hmm. of the dude the people who she was surrounded by on the radio interview or whatever she was doing were absolutely joking about him like you know them having to drop charges or if he held her down or something like that but like i said not a great fun week for trey songs mm-hmm. 
I don't know what to make of Golden Shower Girl or the other one or any of these other stories. But if anything, it tells me that there are a lot of men, especially men with certain amounts of power. It doesn't tell me, it just reminds me that these niggas really don't have too many boundaries a lot of the time Mm -hmm. when it comes to um, sexual expression. And a lot of the time, especially depending on the way that they view the girl, they just feel like they can be as, you know, dehumanizing, as, like, violating as they want to because you're just a bird. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, you being a bird means you don't deserve rights. And look, some girls probably don't mind getting, you know, <laughs> fucked and tossed around by a famous celebrity or whatever oh, and no, being a sex not. toy for a weekend definitely and stuff like not. that. But it doesn't mean that you can't still have respect. It doesn't mean that you don't still, you know, receive consent for doing certain things. Like, I don't understand the pee kink personally, but <laughs> I um, I imagine that it's not something you just guess. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I feel yeah, like... no, that's something you got to clear with a nigga first. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think. It just seems, you know, yes. Just smart. A smart idea to clear that with the other person. It first feels, and foremost. I feel like it's niche enough yeah. that you would just be like, hey, you into, into it definitely the, the gold? Yeah, that's not something you would just do out of nowhere without telling or asking somebody first. But, you know, there were rumors already about Trey Songs being... Um, some form of sexual predator even before the whole incident with Kiki happened so I've really just been mm. waiting on this day especially since because I'm sure we talked about that on the show although I don't remember what we said but like I've just been waiting on the day where niggas remembered that Trey songs <laughs> be into some things that you know might be fucked up or violating and has never really had to atone for it. So we'll mm. see. I mean, this too will probably not go anywhere, but it's just been too many. Oh yeah, probably It's not. just been too many stories of the same behavior from the same person. If anything, hopefully it just says, tighten the fuck up, do better, teach better, you know, inspire to be you better. You could just do better. And all of those things. You really could. If you were just a little bit choosier with where you put your dick, we mm. would not be having this conversation. It's like your Trey songs. Like you could literally trip and fall over into cleavage. Like it's, I don't, so I don't even understand again what these screenshots that he posted where she's like, you need to unblock me. Or she said, you're so gay for for blocking me or some shit like that. And he was like, well, stop sending me them weak ass videos or whatever. Like (laughs) you're being so hostile to her one second. And then two weeks later, you're like, WYA. Are you nuts? Yes, (laughs) that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like you sat here and like made fun of her or made her seem stupid, but then you hitting her up for some pussy. So what is the truth? I don't get it. I don't really. Men, honestly, men are just so fucking dumb about sex. It don't make no sense. Speaking of dumb men, Megan Thee Stallion has officially confirmed that Toy Story Lanes did indeed shoot her. (laughs) Um, Oh my God. (laughs) The funny thing, I was like, I just happened to have picked up my phone as soon as this notification came in that said the stallion is starting a live video or whatever the notification for live video say and i almost always pay no attention to those and i didn't know what i expected 
Mm-hmm. But I just happened, like, I was just like, let me see what she's talking about. And I really expected her to probably just be, like, shooting a video or working or probably dancing with her friends and her hairstylist and all of them or something like that. And instead, I got her hoodied up, putting this fuck nigga on blast. So, she, yes, confirmed that it was Tori who shot her. <laughs> she told a story about how... um she was in this vehicle with them, her homegirl, Tori, and I think Tori's security guard or somebody else was in the car with him. Right. They started to argue. She says she got out of the car, walked away. She didn't want to argue anymore. And that's when he shot her. She told the police when they got there that she had been cut by glass because, and this is like the most fucked up. Well, I don't know if it's the most fucked up, but one of the biggest fucked up parts of this whole story is how mm-hmm. she said the reason that she told them that is because she was afraid that they would all just got shot up because <laughs> this yes. nigga got a gun in a car. Correct. He used the gun that's in the car. They all black. And she's like, you know, the police out here killing us for no fucking reason. I wasn't about to tell them, you know, I, she said she didn't want to get in more trouble than they already were about to get into. And she, furthermore, never said anything to anybody about him shooting her this whole motherfucking time, which spared him, essentially. But yeah, yeah. She, she claims that his publicist and people, his publicist and people have been um, sending fake stories and stuff to blogs. And, you know, I had heard a couple of them and how they were trying to pass blame over to her in, in certain ways and stuff. And it's like, Mm-mm. Unless Megan like shoved a warm knife into Tory Lane's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, into his, his side, upper body, <laughs> and then whispered into his ear, "I'm on my way to kill your parents." I don't understand. Like, what could you possibly say? Right. I don't give a fuck if she hit him. I don't give a fuck if she called him a bitch. I don't care if she called his whole family a bunch of bitches. Like, I. I can't come up with and then he shot her and I'm like okay yeah I get it (laughs) yeah because it does not make sense but unfortunately we are anomalies most people are not like that most people just want to hear a reason why a woman got abused or hurt and then that's all it takes yeah so whatever bullshit is being fed to whatever blogs I don't even know I don't even fucking read blogs but like Whatever that shit was, I'm sure that just pissed off Megan and her team even more because it's like we're doing you a favor. An absolute favor. By not confirming what everybody knows. And yet y'all still try to make me look bad. So it's like, how much do you really want this girl to take? And I feel for Megan so hard. I really do because she's country as shit. She reminds me of my own family. She has lost so many of the people closest to her who really care right. about her, who were really there for her. And she's yeah. a very young girl with all this fucking money and sudden fame and really having nobody who is like an ancestor or like a guide in that way to be like, do this, don't do this. Keep your ass in Houston and at the house. Here's my like unconditional love right. that person that you know is going to always have your back through it all because they've been there for you. Like Exactly. And she has really been incredibly strong through the loss of her mom and grandma and stuff. Mm-hmm. Through. Like even when it was going on and stuff, she's continue to work she's probably one of those people that like throws himself in their work to try and cope with stuff possibly and things like that so i totally agree it's like 
her circumstances. Yes, she has had crazy success. She's worked for it. Mm-hmm. She's talented. So it didn't just fall out of the fucking sky. But yes, she's blessed in that 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 way. However, at the same time, she's had to deal with a lot of fuck shit and and keep a smile on throughout it. So it to me. It's just so severely disgusting to like see niggas and and women as well make excuses for this nigga who right. shot her for no fucking reason. Like right. she said, why is it do you think that even though we all knew the, the truth of this situation, why is it that he hasn't said anything and they're trying to, you know, leak little stuff off to blogs? Because right. ain't shit to say. There's nothing you can say. Again, like, unless Megan Thee Stallion is secretly a trained assassin and she was about to go and kill, like, your closest loved ones, yeah. I can't think of anything that you could ha- that you could say that would make this her fault. But the fact that everybody is so willing to just, like, not... Mm-hmm. It's not even... And the thing, it's not even, like... It's not even like so many of these motherfuckers are defending Tory Lanez because they love Tory Lanez. It's like Tory Lanez's defense is like a result of how much they hate black women. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it's to me anyway, what I'm saying is it's not so much about loving and supporting Trey, uh, Tory Lanez as much as it is like people hating Megan or not wanting to support Megan because she stands for a lot of things that they don't really feel black women should represent. Most of that is mm-hmm. like running niggas into the ground, being sexually free. Which is why women it. love her. Is <laughs> exactly why we love her. And honestly, she makes men feel inadequate. Listen. That's a whole lot of women. Physically and and spiritually, emotionally, as a presence. Megan is not a woman for weak ass niggas. You cannot be frail coming up to her because that's a woman who has so much going for her and is intimidating in all the best ways, in every way possible. So it's like you have to come with your shit ready and together to go up against a Megan Thee Stallion just off top. And most niggas don't have what it takes. So she makes them feel insecure or small or less manly or whatever issues they have to work out with themselves and their fucking therapists. And so then they turn it on her like it's her fault or she don't deserve protection from a nigga who would fucking shoot at her because she's tall or because she raps about how she loves her pussy and will not fuck a nigga who don't know what he doing or whatever other empowered shit she's talking about. Like niggas hate that she does that and owns her own self so much that they will be like, oh yeah, well, if a nigga shot at you, you know, you rap about ghetto shit. So you deserve it. Or you should have been about that life or how dare you snitch like victims. Victims don't snitch my nigga. Victims just tell. That is <laughs> that is their right to do. Snitching is what happens when you and a nigga do some shit together. And then that nigga snitch on you. See, snitch. That nigga tells about what happened in order to get a smaller sentence or less punishment for his damn self. That's I mean, snitch. that's the literal definition That is a snitch. But people like to <laughs> dance around that when it comes to different circumstances Girl. and stuff. For me, it's just like niggas talking about like, oh, like I saw some niggas say, um... Don't nobody shoot shoot don't nobody shoot niggas for no reason. Or niggas don't Bitch shoot every no fucking like day. That. All right. And I'm like, All right. people literally shoot. In fact, I would say most people who are shot are probably shot for no fucking reason. Especially when it comes to nigga shit. But furthermore, like 
common sense would probably tell you if you thought for a second or if you had ever heard of like Detective Detective Stabler or any of, Lord. you know, the girls over at SVU, common sense would tell you that he probably wasn't even trying to actually shoot her. He's probably shooting, like, thought that maybe he was shooting at the ground or something like that and actually hit her and had to deal with an oh shit moment or mm. figured, I'm gonna shoot her in her feet because it won't kill her or whatever like that. You know what I mean? Like, Niggas. you say out of out of nowhere, they're like, oh, nobody shoots somebody for no fucking reason. Why did the gun go off then? Yes, they do. What are you, what the fuck are you talking about? Yes, like, niggas shoot people for no fucking reason all of the time. All the fucking time. Why are we making excuses for Tory fucking Lane? This bite-sized bitch that's not even motherfucking from here. And really, like, y'all love to hear remixed versions of Brownstone records where niggas are singing and sounding like an accordion <laughs> that bad. You love that nigga that bad. You want, like, nothing but Moken Steph, Neo, nope, Soul. That's what you want. Nope. Like, I don't understand. It's not like if Barack Obama had done this shit, he would still deserve to be flamed. Tory Lanes, like I had no idea that we had so much love for the Canada Goose. We don't. What we the fuck is have, going on? We just have so much disregard for women. I want her gone. Strong, powerful women. Like get her out of here. Megan doesn't give niggas uh, protect me. I'm a dainty little damsel aura, and so they just don't see the value. I really don't know, but like fuck out of here with Tory Lanez I already knew it like I already knew it but for her to confirm it is just like oh yeah so when can we deport this little bitch like let's just get this nigga the fuck on out of here and all the you know shit why I've been we already knew about abolition my nigga I said fuck all that abolition where is Rikers open the bitch up plant that hoe inside like all that shit left I'm so furious do you know why we already had known that you shot this girl, Tori? Because you're stupid. Yeah. And what you did was stupid. And we had no, we had really nothing else <laughs> to assume. Right. The circumstances with the evidence that, that we were getting. Right. So. And the fact that Megan would not outright say you didn't. <laughs> listen. A pox on him and his his lineage. Um, yeah, I want her gone. I want it's a small world sent right back to wherever the fuck he came from. And honestly, black women, at some point, y'all just gotta let these niggas go. Honestly, yeah. it's gonna have to be a time where you just like, oh, a rally today. Hmm. Well, I was thinking about making some greens and possibly, you know, chilling in. (laughs) The game just hit Netflix, thought I'd, you know, have a nostalgia trip. Like, at some point, I feel, honestly, it's just ridiculous to me how many Black women will support Black men, fight for Black men, lay down and die for Black black men, march for Black men, do all of this other stuff. This woman was shot by a nigga. (laughs) And, like, Mm -hmm. you're doing every single thing you can to make it her fault yep. when she literally spent all this time not saying nothing to y'all about this or about him like how, when when are black women going to get that support back yeah. from their own like when I don't understand because like I said for me bitch I'll be like girl listen to me I don't know if I have a hashtag for you girls this week I think that maybe I'm going to pour all that energy energy into my sisters. Maybe that's what I'm going to do. Because I just... Yeah. I don't understand what it takes... 
for y'all or what it would take for y'all to just understand that this literally doesn't make any fucking sense. You're like really keeping us back in many ways <sighs> by continuously finding any reason or excuse to be destructive towards black women when black women are the ones constantly showing out in droves and making a fucking difference where it counts and standing up for y'all. Yep. Even when a lot of y'all niggas are dead wrong. Listen, especially so, when y'all just, niggas are dead wrong. It just doesn't make any sense to me that, like, even in shit like that, like, what could you possibly get out of caping for Tory Lanez? What? Who is blatantly the fuck wrong? Like, and everybody's like, oh, well, we need to hear the rest of the story, whatever, whatever. Girl, what the fuck else? Do, yes, let's hear the rest. No, there's nothing else. Yeah, to let's hear. hear the rest. Come on out, Tori. Come on out into the to the bike lane, the fast lane, whichever one of the Tory lanes that you ride on. Come on out and let's hear your side of it. I'm so curious mm-hmm. as to how this is going to reshape and and just change the mold in this story. Because no. certainly Mm-mm. he's the missing piece. Nope. She even posted her damn wound to get you niggas to shut up. And it will never be enough. Like, so I hope that. I honestly, I'm hoping that Megan has peace in her life. I hope she feels supported and surrounded by people who truly care about her. Although, you know, based off the fact that I saw her in a picture with Future, that might not be the case. But I just want, I want that girl to have peace and healing in her life. And I hope she has black women mentors who enter her life sooner than later to just kind of step up, not even necessarily in an auntie position, but like a big sister, just like, I just want to help you to avoid some of the pitfalls that are certainly heading this way. Or I just want to help you to learn some of these lessons because Megan does talk in a way in her music that I feel most girls need to interpret and to understand and adapt to their own lives. But she was protecting Tory Lanez for a reason. And I'm not, mad at her for that it makes a whole lot of sense that you didn't want shit to get worse you know at the scene of the crime with guns and everything else and fucking police involved but like i just want her to know that you really don't have to give a shit about these niggas especially when they hurting you you really do not and that's a message so many women need to learn across all racial lines like women will roll over and die behind a man who is beating their ass and I, and I understand how I understand the structures that are in place that teach women that we are worth less than men and we are in service to men and we are less than enough if we don't have a man. But like, child, that's the shit that needs to change. Because listen, once black women are free from that shit, oh, girl, oh, girl, it's over for the rest of y'all. So. Well, um, I've read that it's possible Tory Lanez will be facing felony assault charges on top of the, I don't remember if it was possession charge, possession of a concealed weapon or something like that. Didn't he get arrested that night for like felony possession of a gun or something? Yeah, something. Having a concealed weapon in the car or something, something to that, yeah. that effect. But um, I want her out of here. I want her sent oh, far yeah. away. Um, I just, I'm tired. I'm over it. I don't really understand how this is like a divisive conversation. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Because some of us give a fuck about women as people and some of us do not. So. Y'all niggas confuse me. <laughs> it just 
is what it like it's it's terrible and a fucking mess but you could say that about every single aspect of this entire year so and it doesn't matter what like how you carry yourself what type of woman you are nope it doesn't matter where you come from or whatever it's always there's always some sort of an excuse to break them down, to dehumanize them, treat them like shit. It's like, sweetie, don't you understand what's at stake here in the big picture? Like, for all of us as Black people? Yeah. Don't you understand that, like, you're literally doing a disservice to us by constantly, whether it's your own women in your life or women that you don't even motherfucking know, constantly just, like, being willing to toss them to the side and be like, who the fuck cares? Or, ah, oh, you deserved it. Or you were asking for it. Or you should have known better. Or why were you in that position? Or whatever the fuck. Yep. I'm like, girl, I was living my life and I'm the victim here. Mm-hmm. But he shot me. I was leaving. <laughs> like, I was leaving. We were arguing and I was leaving. And I was still shot. And I didn't tell nobody how... The reason that y'all knew was because it was fucking obvious. Right. Not because I said nothing. Exactly. How are you mad at me? It right. just doesn't make any sense. I don't understand how we still subject women to this type of shit, but I don't care. I don't have no more faith for any of y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> like, the human race is fucking doomed. I don't even know how we lasted this long. I mean, so. there is that. I will just, I'll just say a lot of women bank on being somebody who can't be victimized and so they just think oh if i'm the perfect church girl and i do this and this and this or whatever else if i follow whatever rules then this will never happen to me and then you Mm -hmm. find out that it can happen to you no matter what Mm -hmm. and overcoming the shame behind that and dealing with the outside world and their reaction to what happened to you or their denial of it or whatever that can really fuck you up like that's not that's nothing to play about but like these niggas, if you are struggling with it and just needing a sign, let me be the one to tell you that these niggas are absolutely not worth the effort. If he putting you through that level of shit, girl, please. Well, that's it for the Hot Tops this week. So fun. <laughs> Let's take a break and come back to read your letters. Okay, we're back, and now it is time for your letters. That's right. This week's listener letters are brought to you again by Royal Oils. With Royal Oils, you never have to choose between a healthy scalp and moisturized hair again. Love them so much. Thanks for that. Okay, we have an update from, um, I think her name was Brittany last week, who was um, talking about needing the loan from her Trump supporter of a father. So I just want you to know she tweeted me and was like, yes, my partner and children are black. You called it. And I was like, oh, my God, I fucking knew. But anyway, she also sent in this email and it says, I spoke with my father and it was anticlimactic to say the least and not and not as dramatic as I thought it was going to be. He agreed to help with the loan, though we haven't discussed it in full detail just yet. He didn't bring up the orange demon and all that leads me to believe that my mom was the one making voting for him a big deal and not my dad Mm. because white. (laughs) White woman, actually. (laughs) Regardless, I'm happy that I asked for their help and I also know how super fucking privileged I am to be in the position to fall back on my parents when needed and I try my hardest to never take it for granted. Crystal, as my tweet said last week, yes, my boyfriend and daughters are black. Ha ha, yes. And then also just nice things about us in the show. So thank you, Brittany, for the update. Um, 
Yeah, girl, get that fucking money. And I'm not shocked that your mama was the one being all dramatic about it and like, swear your allegiance to Trump first or we won't. Like, I'm not I'm not shocked. That is some white woman shit. Um, Also, we got about four times the normal number of letters this week. Okay. Um, and the overwhelming majority of those are just like messages of love and appreciation and gratitude for last week's episode. So I just wanted to say, I see y'all. <laughs> I trust me, I see y'all. <laughs> and um, thank you so much for that. It is really beautiful, friend. You should just log in sometime and read all these messages because they're really lovely. So, okay. Um, thank y'all for that. We have a question from Josh who says, I've been with my partner, Drake, for two years and everything's going great. We've had good times, bad times and growth in between. I sexually identify as a bottom and Drake identifies as a strict top. He is. That's how I've always thought. (laughs) He is the type of top that does not. He's verse. (laughs) Period. Period. (laughs) But. What was his name? Josh. Oh, Josh and Drake. Ha ha. <laughs> I get it now. Oh. So, wow. so Josh's Drake is the top, the kind of top who does not allow any backdoor play on him. And I don't like that. <laughs> Even though I'm a bottom, I have topped almost all my exes at least once before. And I have eaten <laughs> every top's ass that I have been with. Is that how you like break them in? Or it's just like... something he enjoys, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Drake, however, will not let me eat his ass. He mm-hmm. has never had his ass eaten, and he just feels like it isn't for him since he's a top, and he feels like he is the only one in the relationship who does the ass eating. This boggles <laughs> me because Drake is walking around with a bubble butt, bubble butt that sits up high and is perfectly round, and the nigga can even twerk. <laughs> before y'all yeah i guess that is a selling point but before y'all ask he is a very very clean person who takes two showers a day (laughs) most days he's the type to take a shower at the gym after working out and then takes another one and as soon as soon as he gets home we have showered together multiple times so i know his whole process of cleaning himself he is luckily not one of them guys who considers his asshole a dirt hole and makes sure his whole regions are thoroughly scrubbed. You went in for two paragraphs on how much this man cleans his ass. Like, we believe you. Right. So, so he wraps it up with, so I know for a whole fact that that ass is clean. Okay. It drives me crazy to be able to touch this man everywhere except there. That big old bouncy bubble makes my mouth water and I want to tear that thing up. This may be TMI, okay. but I want to break my tongue off in that thing. It is. It's TMI. <laughs> he is the only boyfriend to refuse this from me, and it is hurting my heart to not be able to taste that. Oh, girl. Now, I know that the two of you are not into eating ass, and you probably won't want to talk about this, but I know y'all will tell me the truth. Should I just let this go? The relationship is consistently good, and I not only feel like I fell in love, but grew in love with him. But my God, if my tongue don't get to touch that hole, I don't know what I will do. And I don't think just one time would be enough. Do you guys have any advice on my feelings and this issue? I would love to hear them. Thank you so much. Please continue to stay safe. Love, Josh. (sighs) Um, I love it. Josh, I honestly don't know what to tell you. Like, 
it doesn't matter if your man has the most enticing edible ass that you've ever seen in your life. If he's not into it, he's not into it. I don't really know how you're going to convince him of otherwise. Now, there is a very, very good chance that, I mean, it's highly likely that this is all sort of tied into insecurities that he has that probably shouldn't uh, exist Mm -hmm. and are only there because of um, certain misconceptions about sexual positions and queer relationships and how they feel they would possibly be perceived if they were to partake in a more submissive role if you consider bottoming submissive or whatever yeah um so yeah, I mean, there's a good chance that you would do it and he would actually love it and you would open his third eye and his brown eye and then you would just like change the landscape of his his sexual vision forever. But I just don't know how to get you to change his mind and I feel like pressuring him into doing it is not fair. It's not um It's not fair, it's not sensible, it's not really ethical. I think he just if you don't he doesn't want any backdoor play. Sounds like both of y'all's loss, you know? Yeah, um, especially yours. Yeah. Because you sound like I you guess. really want that. Like, you sound you sound like it is driving you crazy to like not have it. described it as if it was some sort of Shakespearean... My nigga. Like, writing. Okay. Like, <laughs> we get it. You are super into it, and I do get that. But, like, I agree with Kid Fury that if he is this defensive about it, then it might be for, like, reasons that he needs to unpack that don't have nothing to do with you, whether that's related to shame about sexuality or, you know, feeling like it's okay to be gay, but only if I'm gay in this way or some other kind of sexual trauma. Like, it could literally be anything. Um, And what I do know is that pressuring somebody into doing something sexual is just absolutely not the move. Like, I don't want to do it with you if you don't want to do it with me. Like, I don't want to have to talk you into something. So if it's going to bother you this much that you don't get to eat this man's ass, then I would say break up with him and let Mm. him deal with his shit with somebody who can respect his sexual boundaries. It sounds to me like you're more worried about how much you want to taste his ass and less worried mm-hmm. about the fact that he's very adamant about this. And like, why is that not okay with you? Right. Cause that whatever it is, it doesn't have anything to do with you and he needs to work it out for himself. But like, you can't force him into doing something he's not ready to do. Maybe you could have a conversation about that specifically and see if there's an enlightenment for one or both of you through that. But Again, like if he says nah, it should just be nah. And right. I agree with Crystal that if it's like, I can't see me continuing to have a relationship with him because I'm always going to be thinking about this thing that I can't do, or I'm always going to feel unfulfilled when we have sex or whatever, then just break up with him. There's plenty of niggas out here with a fat ass that you can date, even tops, <laughs> that aren't going to have a problem with you eat- eating them out. Your right. current boyfriend or whatever is not one of those people. Yeah. And if he does get to a place where he feels differently about it, he's got to be able to do that on his time and mm-hmm. in his own way and not with the pressure of somebody that, you know, just really, really wants it. Because honestly, 
like you kind of said, I wouldn't want to do it if you're not going to enjoy it anyway. Right. Well, that wouldn't even be fun. Like, right. <laughs> I don't want to do something I had to fucking beg you to do. That just sounds very whack. But yeah. Yeah. Um, best of luck to you. But, you know, let this you have every right to have your sexual needs fulfilled. And he has every right to assert his boundaries for whatever reason he has. So. Exactly. You decide what you can tolerate. Our next question comes from Naomi, who says, I'm 23 years old and I've been in a serious relationship for three years and we've been living together for two. He's a great guy who treats me well, pays the bills on time, all that. At the beginning of our relationship, we had a super honeymoon phase, seeing each other all the time, fucking whenever and wherever. That lasted for about a year and a half until I got demoted from my job six months after we moved in together. It was during one of one of my last few months of my last semester of school and I was in school full time working to full time and had already taken on two internships between stress and exhaustion my mental health and my sex drive plummeted I went into power save mode and did only what I had to do to survive after I graduated I picked up a second job and continued working two jobs up until the pandemic Fortunately for me, I was able to get my original position back a month ago, making more than I did originally. And I'm just now coming out of one of the worst times of my life financially and mentally. While we were quarantined together, my partner and I have discussed what we need from each other to make this the most fruitful relationship. He told me that he wants to have more sex and I've tried to initiate sex more often, but I'm still falling short. My depression manifests itself in exhaustion and I'm still tired all the time. We have sex about once a week and he's three years older than me, but was a late bloomer. So I was his first. Do y'all think it's fair to stay in this relationship or should we break up so I can get myself together and he can go and have all the sex he needs? I hate feeling like I'm holding him back from living his best life. Thank you so much. I'll appreciate whatever you suggest. Love, Naomi. Okay. Um, Personally, I think it's totally the okay and correct move to be like, let's break up. You know, mm. let's go ahead and celebrate. Let me focus on the shit that I need to focus on without the pressure in the back of my mind or wherever all of the time of like not giving you the fulfillment that you might need because of whatever. Like I'm dealing with something that requires me to really put the right amount of energy into myself in the right ways and and that's far more important than you know sex yeah and if i'm not even feeling sexy or sexual or anything like that it's just like what again sex for me is great when we both are having a great time <laughs> and we like are on the same page yeah and we both want to do this. And it doesn't even have to be like 10 for 10 sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's just <sighs> like, this is what we needed to do at the time. And we had a meeting of the minds Listen, and a meeting of the groin, A meeting of the genitals. And we, you know, came together to do this. <laughs> like, I, I mean, yes. I don't know. I, <laughs> I know that there are... A lot of people in similar situations that 
definitely prioritize sex with their partner, even when they're not feeling it out of fear of losing them or, you know, being considered someone who's not, I don't know, holding up their end of a relationship or whatever the argument may be. Yeah. I just feel like right now it's probably far more important to you um, to figure out what you need for yourself. And if he's not willing to like wait, and see you through that or whatever, then let that nigga fly free and go do whatever the fuck he wants to do. Personally. That's real. Um, I'm thinking about how many people are probably like really struggling in their relationships right now and not really. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. I'm sure. And I'm sorry for y'all, especially those of you who live together, but like also not wanting to, end a whole relationship or throw everything away because of the stress of the pandemic and being like, you know, maybe if we can just hold on through all this bullshit, once the pandemic is over, things will go back to normal. So, you know, like maybe you're trying not to leave as fast as you would have otherwise, because you want to give some grace because everybody's super stressed out right now. And I think that's valid, but if it's been months, like you're only just now, you said a month ago, you got, your job back and you're just now climbing out of this bad space financially and mentally. If you and your man can't sit down and you can't say to him, look, my sex drive is not there because I've had to worry about the fucking basics of staying alive right now. And I'm just now coming out of that. And if you don't have the patience to like work with me on this, if it's like that big of a deal, then yeah, we should break up. But depending on how, did she say how long they've been together? Two years. Y'all been together for two years. I would expect a partner of two years to understand that I've been stressed out and my sex drive has changed. I would just, I would just expect you to get that. And if you, if it is just so important to you that you feel like you can't deal with me until I get back to a place where my sex drive is back to normal, then we probably don't. Like I can I can work with you, but if this is a hard and fast rule for you, then it's just not going to work out because I don't have it. I just don't have it for you. And I don't owe you sex. Like, exactly. I'm not (laughs) having sex with somebody just so they will leave you alone is like the worst. (laughs) Oh, my God. And y'all do it and you do it. It is so fucking pointless. It's just like, oh, my God, why am I here? Like, I could be watching uh, girls like just take it god so you'll shut the just, fuck Hurry oh up. my god fine here goes some pussy damn like this is not <laughs> meanwhile you would rather be anywhere else like it's it's almost like the last letter where if both of you are not super into it then there's just no point but this one also has this like extra emotional layer to it where you've been going through a fucking lot everybody has and so I say you give him grace and he gives you some and then add some on because of the pandemic and how stressed everything is right now. And if y'all still can't come to like a healthy middle ground, then fuck it. And you tried. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I totally agree. I think that um, if he can't like, like you said, if he can't like see you through the situation that you're going and understand mm-hmm. um, that you are emotionally, mentally, 
financially in a place or have been in a place where it's just like fucking for me right now is not gonna hit right and he can't like find a way to sexual be feel sexually gratified or just wait like nigga get online get a flashlight get a the fucking pussy, <laughs> pocket pussy or one of them things flashlights even have the little warmable stand listen you can just squirt a little lube in them hoes or whatever and like yeah hopefully feels just like the real thing hopefully you so even, you could even write your name on the side of it <laughs> just that could be your is temporary puss something has got to give though like you got to prioritize yourself and getting back to a place where at least because listen Fucking ain't just for your nigga. Like you're supposed to have fun too. You are you know like yes. you're, you're supposed to enjoy it as well. You're not supposed to just do it as a favor for someone. Like Crystal said, so that he'll shut the fuck up. Right. So <laughs> you know, let's just go ahead and figure out what we need to figure out so the fucking can be fun. Hashtag fun fucks. Fun right. fucks only. Because it is supposed to be that. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. What do we have here? Oh, here's one about The Last of Us too, where they're like, I already know that you don't look at that. Or play that, but Kid mm-hmm. Fury, have you played Last of Us 2 and how do you feel about it? Yeah, I think I talked about it. I beat it. Oh, you like, did? Okay. A couple of weeks ago when I started playing it again, I thought it was really. Um, Naughty Dog does a great job at telling stories in a very cinematic way. I thought the acting from Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker was fantastic. The story is really um, told in an interesting way and very impactful. Again, it's way more like bleak and just relentlessly sad than the last game. And it's just like, in terms of uh, like, in terms of the narrative, it feels like you're just getting jumped emotionally, like all of the time. I think that's also part of what makes it really great. But that was the same game that like, some fans, when they learned about certain things that happened in the story, they turned to transphobia and other forms of hate to get out their, their you know, angry little fifis. Yes. <laughs> about how the story, and it's just like, once again, for this community, this medium that I absolutely adore, I have to continue to acknowledge that so many other people in said community are the worst the living breathing worst (laughs) so play the last of us two thought it was great hope they make a last of us three um yeah okay well i mean it still sounds like it's not for me and just yeah no it's far too violent you would be incredibly frightened um and (laughs) there's like little to no joy oh my god do you know what that makes me think of lovecraft country have you seen that show so good oh my god let me tell y'all something (laughs) i cannot watch that television program (laughs) i cannot i cannot watch people walk around with one shoulder and a gaping yeah. wound like I the level of gore in that show like I appreciated what it was giving me in that first episode but the level of gore I was like oh no Mm-mm. I love it mama's soul is a little too sensitive for this I love it I love it <laughs> of course you do I really do of course you like do. even at the last of us too <laughs> what they did was like enemies in the game you know, just whatever gun-wielding baddies that you might come across. 
they will call out each other's names when you kill one of them, which they have not done in like a video game I've played prior to this. So you could just be fighting any enemy. You know what I'm saying? You're in the shadows and boom, you catch somebody's homeboy right in the head. And then a bitch right across the, 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 (laughs) the setting is like, Derek, no. And I'm like, yeah, I killed Derek. (laughs) All of that stuff, give it to me. I know it's not real. Mm -mm. I mean, and I knew that like, the black people weren't going to be the ones ultimately hurt. And still, mm-hmm. I could not handle it. Like, it was just too fucking much for your girl. I love it so much. <laughs> and it comes out so late at night. I'm like, you expect me to sleep after this? I was yeah. up for hours. And I got to go to bed till like almost 3 a.m. after I saw this show. I love it. <laughs> well, I mean, and, I and... And I don't doubt how good it is, but no, y'all know that yeah. is not. For I still me. need to read the book. I ordered it, but I haven't. Oh actually read yes, it. I've heard really good things about the book. Okay, let me yeah. see. Is there something? I'm pretty sure a white man wrote it, but I'm still gonna read it. Oh really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's written by. Oh a white man. my god, I did not know that. Okay. Yep. Um, let's see. I'm looking, but most of this is just like love letters and not actually questions Mm. um here's one from a pregnant lady who says hi my name's nelly i'm 29 and i'm five months pregnant with my first baby my husband and i have been trying really hard after we miscarried after our wedding last year amen congratulations my husband is stationed in virginia and my entire family lives in miami We decided to wait until we were far along enough to share the news with family. And ever since then, they have been so annoying and controlling. My mother-in-law is planning on moving in to help with the baby, but I shut that down real quick. Oh, hell no. (laughs) She said, I shut that down real quick. Yeah. (laughs) And my mother has been calling me nonstop, giving me unsolicited advice. Recently, we informed our entire families that due to this global pandemic, we do not want anyone around our baby for at least one month after her birth in December. Since we have told them this, our mothers are plotting on still showing up before the month is over. My sister-in-law has cried about it to me on a daily basis. And my (laughs) brother-in-law even accused me of trying to break up the family. Are these niggas insane? (laughs) My siblings have said I'm being too protective of my first baby and I'm setting her up for failure. Do y'all think I'm being too cautious with a newborn baby during COVID and flu season? (laughs) Or am I just being an overly cautious mom? (laughs) Sincerely, Nelly. Oh, girl. Nelly, I'm so sorry to have to say this, girl, but your family is fucking nuts. Both of them. In laws and your people, all of them are out of it, girl. Are you insane? Like, first of all, mm -mm. you let me know, but I'm assuming. That you are the one who is carrying this baby. That's right. I'm assuming that this baby is going to come out of your uterus unless they cut open into your belly and yank it out that way. I just kind of feel like with all of that, you should kind of get to do whatever the fuck you want with this baby when the fuck you want to with this baby. I don't give a fuck if it was like... Any the fuck thing. If you, if it was hurricane season, I don't give a fuck if you didn't want them niggas to come over there because they were wearing white after Labor Day. Like, whatever the fuck reason, 
it, it's it's your child. Like, but let's just stand in the facts. Let's stand in the reality of of things, mm-hmm. which is that there is indeed um, a contagious disease that has um, taken over the planet, as in the Earth, the right. globe, That's everywhere, right. the whole place. So. I don't understand how anyone on either side of this family can be so selfish that they would whine to you, cry to you, accuse you of trying to break up the family because you don't want them to come and see your baby for a month. You act like they asked like you could, they told you, like you said you couldn't see the baby until after they graduated from college or something. Right. Well, I don't I don't get it. I honestly would be telling everybody to kiss my ass, stay off my line, and like leave me the fuck alone about it. You're not seeing my baby until I say that you can see my baby. And if you want to be mad and you want to cancel Christmas or you want to do whatever the fuck, that's fine. Honestly, I probably wouldn't come into Christmas either for the same fuck ass reason that Correct. you can't come and see this baby. Correct. So honestly, do what you need to, and I'm gonna do what I need to, because this is my baby from my vagina. And the end. I mean, and that's really all that has to be said. Like, you and I are different because I would take a lot of joy in telling these niggas, not only (laughs) are y'all not allowed around me while I'm pregnant, I'm not letting nobody near my child. Like, 30 days is being very generous because I probably would give niggas the rest of this year to stay the fuck away from my baby. That ain't nowhere near enough shots. You know, like... You got to be real careful with newborns and I'm not, you know, you do what you got to do. But like niggas throwing a fit and talk about you breaking up the family and being selfish and overly cautious. Like, no, there's no such thing in a fucking pandemic when it comes to caring for your newborn human being who is not vaccinated against anything, against anything. Why would you risk this infant? Like, it's a baby. It's not a winning lottery ticket. I don't owe any like, of y'all anything when you it would, comes to this thing. You would really think that people would risk almost anybody over a fucking brand new baby. But no, these people are having fits and making it all about them and how much they want to interact with a grandchild. And like, yes, obviously, I get that. Yes, it makes a whole lot of sense. But if you as the mother, y'all as the parents say, look, this is what we're doing to make sure that our baby and we feel safe. And if you don't like it, that's too fucking bad. They have no choice but to go along with that. You're not doing too much when it comes to caring for your firstborn child in this, in the year 2020 girl, you're just not, it ain't no way in the world. So I wouldn't even told them niggas I was pregnant. (laughs) I mean, and uh, I mean, I, I don't know, probably just to have avoided this conversation, but you know, you're happy, you're excited about reproducing and all that, and you should be, but please do not let these people bully you into doing something you don't feel comfortable with. Like I said, you're being very generous letting niggas come around just 30 days after this child is born, because I would be a lot stricter than that. So yeah, you're already giving niggas a lot. If they can't take it, that's too damn bad. And the ones who have given birth should remind themselves of how they felt when they had their first child and get off your fucking ovaries. Let wow. you let you grow this baby in peace. Shouldn't nobody be stressing you out right now. And anybody who has a problem with it can kiss your asses. That's the best advice I can give you as somebody who has never given birth. Tell everybody to suck your fucking dick. 
Do they know what you're doing right now? Surviving during a pandemic, taking care of yourself and growing a whole nother nigga? Bitch, if you don't get out of my fucking face, I'll fucking slap you, ho. Who are you talking to? Again, you're lucky you can come over within a month or after a month. I agree. I really do. That's I don't that. know what the fuck they thought or assumed. I don't understand how you could be looked at as unreasonable or anything in the situation. You know, just virus yeah. running around in the air, infecting whoever the fuck, That's killing right. loads of people. So yes. I honestly would also stand firm and take immeasurable glee <laughs> in telling all these niggas to kiss my ass. Okay. So, so happily. Next time I, I'm just like, I would like wait for more text messages or Facebook posts to, to come up. And then I'm hitting everybody with a make it two months. <laughs> now it's three. Are we going for four? Oh, yes. Six months. Like I'm, I would just. I'm going right in the WhatsApp like a third grade teacher. <laughs> every time I hear you say something, I'm adding a month on. We can make this worse. The pizza party won't be till May if y'all keep acting like this. Like, we can do that if y'all need to. But understand what I'm saying. Because my rules are what goes, period. Don't let nobody bully you out of that. This is your baby. And congratulations. And good luck to you, sis. Exactly. Oh, all right. Again, the listener letters today were brought to you by Royal Oils from Head and Shoulders. The line makes it super easy to keep your hair and scalp moisturized and healthy, feeling good, feeling great. Find out why we love it so much. Pick up all the products in the collection at Walmart stores or at walmart.com. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back. Okay, so we're back. It's time now for the read. Oh, it is. Um... Do you have one this week? Sort of. Okay. I have one from a Whole Foods employee that I am going to pass. So it's up to you. You want me to go first or not? Um, I'll go first. Okay. So first thing that I wanted to mention is this video of the three trans women in Hollywood, I believe, that were attacked, harassed, mm-hmm. um, stolen from, and mocked. Uh, out in California, it's been posted to social media and all kinds of different clips. Um, I just wanted to say, honestly, a lot of y'all don't deserve freedom. A lot of y'all don't deserve like <laughs> respect at all. I don't understand how something like this could have been happening and everybody was just standing to the side and treating it as if it was funny. But I actually do. It's because y'all don't look at trans people as people. And it doesn't matter what crime is like committed against them. It doesn't matter how they are like harmed, belittled, destroyed, you'll always look at it as their fault or whatever because they're just... It's like so many of y'all refuse to see the humanity in people. And honestly, I just don't see how you deserve freedom yourself Mm -hmm. when you can go around and... like I think they've already said it's like 22 reported cases of, of... trans women dying this year or trans people look it's like i think that's already almost the same number as last year or last summer or something so it's just like obviously again such a huge problem and 
part of it adds to my depression in ways because it's like life as an individual is hard enough. We've all got our own shit. I feel like most of us all have our own individual problems and things that we have to work out on a personal scale. But then you have this country that now more than ever blatantly don't give a fuck. They're all bitch saying at this point, we want you dead. Right. You niggas, please die. All of you. And at the same time that we're trying to continue to push back against that, so many of us are like disparaging each other for no reason. A lot of it is, you know, stuff that you were conditioned to think and say before you even realized and shit like that. And there's just no intent or efforts to do better or think better. And I'm just so tired of seeing people in the trans community treated like animals when they're just trying to live their motherfucking life or going about their business and being accused, you know, of shit that they didn't do or just, you know, being harassed or beaten. Like, I'm so tired of having to see every single week another trans woman has been murdered for whatever the fuck reason. All of their, you know when they do speak to the police or do mm-hmm. report crimes against them, the police don't give a fuck. The police don't actually investigate or do any work when it comes to like bringing justice for these people, which of course adds to people's, you know, level of comfort when it comes to being violent or destructive towards trans people. Cause they know ain't nobody going to care and ain't nobody going to do shit about it. Right. And it's just, I'm so tired of it. And I just, it, to me, it's hard to be like, I don't know. It's just, it's hard to like put my full self into some of the stuff that's going on. Cause I just get so disheartened by a lot of the stories that I read or I see every single day. It's just like, girl, what is even the point of trying today? Or what's even the point of fighting today? Cause everybody is so fucking unfair and ridiculous and like self-destructive. Mm-hmm. And I've had to do you know, my own work of coming out of bed and understanding that there are people that want us to do better. There are people that think differently or whatever. And, you know, we see a lot of the bad. We see a lot of the evil, horrible shit. There is some good out there. But at the same time, you niggas have got to, like, at some point, we're going to have to start doing better, thinking better. Our kids are going to have to start doing better and thinking better. And that's, like, the only way that we're going to start to see actual significant change. It's like, I don't, Yep. I don't understand if y'all like want freedom or if you just want white privilege. Because. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Like, you're never getting that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I just wanted to say for whatever, <clears throat> whatever reason that Lawrence Fishburne was not invited to be on the next Matrix movie, keep it. I don't know. What? I don't know how Lawrence Fishburne has said that he wasn't asked to be in this Matrix sequel. I don't want it. Some people are saying, oh, well, apparently Morpheus died in the Matrix online. Some of the fucking video game that was like, that nobody fucking played and it lasted for like three to four years or something before everyone fucking forgot about it. That, the Matrix online, are you kidding me? Get the fuck out of here. Y'all better write something in there and and write it now. The Wachowskis, whoever the fuck, (laughs) Figure it the fuck out. Because, girl, let me tell you something. First of all, The Matrix didn't need a four. The Matrix honestly didn't need a two or three. But Mm. it damn sure didn't need a fourth movie. And 
I don't understand how you could be preparing one for us, but Lawrence Fishburne is just not a part of the equation. Are you going to digitize him? Is there going to be some sort of holographic version? Mm -hmm. What's the explanation for like one of the biggest faces in sci-fi not being in your little new movie? I'm not into it. I'm not happy about it. And I want it, you know, rectified as soon as possible. That's it. Yeah. I mean, if he did something fucked up, tell us. But otherwise, blaming it on the video game is very damn not it. <laughs> like, that is not a reason to say, oh, well, somebody had this character arc in a video game. Therefore, we will never do anything that might contradict that in the movie. What? No. Let's not be stupid. Do you have any different versions of Super Mario there are? Hmm. And they all coexist yeah. in the same world, all of them different from one another. And yet... And I will say, <laughs> 9.5 times out of 10, you're saving a princess. The same princess. <laughs> the same desperate white bitch, yes. And so... And yet, niggas buy every new game. <laughs> so... Bowser falls into like a huge pit of lava every Mario game and then he comes right back like it was nothing <laughs> and you niggas buy the same 2K the same Madden and, okay, every, every NBA every year I don't year. want <laughs> every want year right so do better but the Matrix Online was also a complete failure oh, so damn. I don't even understand how Anyone would reference that as an excuse for Morpheus not being in this movie. Well, but girl, as I said, I already don't want to see it. So, huh, okay. Well, we'll let that be where it is. Um, like I said, I have a letter this week from a Whole Foods employee who just wants to be known at the, as that. So it says, like I said, I work for Whole Foods Market and I have been working since day one of this pandemic and so much bullshit has happened since this shit started. But I want to focus on one particular incident. Back in June, Amazon created an inclusion task force in response to the Black Lives Matter protests. They claimed that they started it to bring awareness to the issues that are important to black and brown employees during this year or whatever the fuck. I was hesitant at first because this just seemed like a ploy for the company to save face, but I decided to give them the benefit of the doubt. Fast forward to the introductory meeting, and now there have been cases at a few stores where mainly black employees wear Black Lives Matter attire like shirts or masks, and then they are confronted about it by leadership in the store and asked to remove it or told to go home. In some cases, people were actually fired, and this has prompted protests and walkouts at stores around my area. When, when one of the regional managers who was leading the meeting and is also black was confronted about these incidents, he said that Black Lives Matter was quote too strong of an opinion this came from a black man's whole ass mouth at a meeting about the concerns of black and brown employees how is it that saying that my life matters is too strong of an opinion for your lily white customers to swallow how is saying that my life matters is too strong of an opinion for a company who loves to boast about how diverse it is my black ass has been putting my life on the line since day one of the pandemic and i barely have anything to show for it amazon gave us a cute little two dollar raise for two months until june and then took it away because they thought the pandemic was subside was subsiding this was also brought up at the same meeting and we were told that the company had 
has no plans to bring it back and that they didn't have to start it in the first place. I hit up that union so damn fast that it's not even funny. But anyway, to make a long story short, I'm talking to a reporter now to expose all the bullshit going on in this company. And I am looking for a new job. I've had enough and so have my coworkers. I'm tired of working for a company that doesn't see my life as valuable, despite acting like they do by putting BLM on every platform they own. Fuck Jeff Bezos to the moon and back for not doing more for his employees while he is making record-breaking profits every day. And fuck Amazon and Whole Foods for doing the bare minimum to help protect their employees. Thank you so much for everything you are doing. You guys are a major help to all of us through this pandemic. Thanks, a fed-up Whole Foods employee. Mm. Wow. I... You know, I knew situations like I knew the the circumstance and all that at Amazon and the distribution centers and um, Whole Foods, just the cashiers and the fucking people they have had to deal with since the pandemic started. I knew it was bad, but I did not know Jeff Bezos took that little two dollar pandemic pay raise away from them. I definitely thought they were still making that. And to hear that even the black people in leadership positions are like, you niggas need to sit down and stop coming to me with all that crazy shit. Like, that's too much. That would actually be too much for me to handle. Like, this white billionaire being a greedy son of a bitch and making more money off of our labor while we literally pray that we can pay rent and keep the lights on. Like, sad to say that is how America has operated for a very long time. So I'm entirely too used to that. But to have this like meeting about it where you expect to get feedback from employees and to say something like, well, Black Lives Matter is too strong of an opinion just lets me know that that you have no real idea about what's going on for Black people. Like you are completely, even if you are Black, you are completely disrupted from what day-to-day life is like for the most of us. Because how could you say something that goddamn stupid there is yeah. nothing strong. There's not there's nothing there's nothing overwhelming about Black Lives Matter. That's not controversial. Black people's lives matter. This isn't an earth-shattering statement. The fact that a black man made you feel like that was y'all was asking for too much to be able to wear a fucking pin or a t-shirt or a mask that says Black Lives Matter when your black ass is sacrificing your life to ring up these white people's overpriced groceries. The least them white people should do is let you wear that shit. They should be bowing at all y'all's fucking feet. Tipping you niggas $20 for every transaction or whatever. Like y'all are, y'all are not asking for anything that would be considered absurd or outrageous or too much, especially given the circumstances. So yes, fuck that ridiculously rich, incredibly selfish and greedy white man for what he is putting these people through. And yes, I personally have stopped shopping at Amazon unless I absolutely cannot find it nowhere else. But I am just one person and Amazon has their hands in too many different pots in too many different ways for it to be left up to individual people to take Amazon down. We could all stop shopping at Amazon and they still host like 60% of the fucking Internet. And Jeff Bezos owns all this other shit. Like his tentacles are in too many different places. It's like all these big energy companies blaming us for our carbon footprints when it's like, or you niggas who are contributing to like 80% of the world's smog and fossil fuel, like shit being all in the goddamn atmosphere. Maybe you niggas could do something like, yeah, I don't have no problem doing my part, but 
there are people in major positions of power who have all kinds of capital and shit that the rest of us can't even dream about who could be doing a lot more and simply won't because they greedy and they don't care if we die in the process. So I'm proud of you for reaching out to the union. I hope something comes of that. I hope you find a job that values you and the work that you're doing. But I understand that niggas are doing the best they can. You work in where you can get hired in a lot of places. Amazon is the steadiest work you can fucking get. So you stuck between a rock and a hard place and all of it is trash. Burn every last bit of this bitch down. Amazon is oppressing niggas and is niggas only hope in a lot of fucking places, in a lot of fucking situations. And it was the same situation with Walmart in the 90s. Where Walmart came in and shut down every other local mom and pop business that might have been selling anything fucking similar. And then at the same damn time, employed the whole fucking town. Mm. It's same shit, different decade. And I'm just over it. I'm fucking over it. Fuck that man. And thank you for writing that letter. (sighs) And I'm done. That wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Um... On all platforms, our website is thisistheread.com. Anything else before we get out of here? Yeah, the three things that made me happy this week are non-dairy ice cream. I forgot that there's ice cream that doesn't have dairy in it. Oh, yeah. Which is great for my um, my stomach that betrayed me, betrayed me <laughs> so heartbreakingly a couple of years ago. Um, a game called Spirit Fairer. Which is my new obsession, and you should absolutely play it. And it's like one of the best games ever. And it's like, um, it's like Breath of the Wild mixed with Animal Crossing, but instead of having your community on an island, it's on a boat that goes around to different islands. And oh, how fun! And it's also presented kind of like in the style of a Disney movie from the nineties. It's really good. You should play it. All of you should play it. We're playing Spirit Fair as a family. Okay. Last but not least, um, hmm. I don't know. Okay. I don't think I have a third one. Well, all right. Well, that's it then. Um, well, Link's haircut is pretty fun. And how much she hates it is fun too. <laughs> Did you post this on her? No, I haven't. Oh, posted okay. <laughs> we need but... to, the people demand to see it. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks, guys. All right, we will see y'all next week.